Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies. Just chowing on the junkies, yeah. It's bit season, what a time to be alive. Bit season, couple of regular guys. It's bit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's bit season, ha 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bit Season, Episode 12. A very special Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. I'm Drab T-Shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. And I'm Awad. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I didn't know if we were going to do a Thanksgiving show. Well, we teased it last week on the show, so I thought it was fair and, and <laughs> the right thing to do to follow through. Yes. Even though earlier in the week, we weren't really I, feeling it. I just want the listeners to know that on Monday, I was asking about Bit Season and trying to come up with what time we're going to do it topics and stuff like that and drab was the first one to go i don't know if there's gonna be an episode this week this well, week i shouldn't say we weren't really feeling it the workload setting up for a three-day work week is uh extreme for us and so we have to prep through an entire weekend of programming they don't under, they don't understand week. that we got to do a best of we got to take care of richmond and we, we, there's a lot of uh, spinning I got a thousand play-by-play games to schedule uh this weekend for for the air so there's a lot going on, but I do think that... Uh, that's called your job. I know, that's my job, so I didn't know if I had time for the skits and bits known as bit season. This is your job, too. It's not paying me right now. <laughs> but you did send me a text last night, please come in tomorrow morning. I You texted me, said, are we doing a show? And I think my response was yes. <laughs> no, you said, please, we need you. Is that what I said? <laughs> I don't remember. You might want to check that. I I don't remember (laughs) saying that. I might have to verify that later. Um, Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. We love doing this show. And of course, we were going to do, we weren't going to send you into the five day weekend without a. I know people would start forgetting about four day weekend. They would would forget about bit season if we didn't do an episode today. They kind of already are. And you know what? If you're a bitty and if you're a bit season fanatic, and you got to go around the table and say what you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Say you're thankful for bit season. That would I make like my that. that would make my day. I like that. And I'm also enjoying the callers that are calling into the junkies and dropping bit season shtick or just saying bit season and punching <laughs> out. That does make me laugh. Yeah, we appreciate it, and we can't always reply on air. Yes. But you we know, do yeah, get a this, is, this is what I want. This would make my holiday. All right, mm-hmm. someone sets up a hidden camera. All right, on the armoire or on the china closet, and every and then it's it's grace time and the family's all there and pops is wearing some uh, button up shirt that he hasn't worn in ten years. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, okay. and you just got done arguing about politics or asking why you don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend, and you, you're saying grace and what you're thankful for, and you just comes around to you and you go, "I'm thankful for bit season." 
and see what their reaction send is. Send us the video. Yes, we please send us the and video. Play the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I get to so say, what a time to be alive. Right. That's the best tweets we get. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, so ha- <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I hope everyone has a very special weekend. If you're listening to this before Thursday, have a great Thanksgiving. But we got a lot to get to. It was a short week, but I thought it was a week of fireworks it a was lot fun of, it was a lot of fun this people week. get loosey uh the junks get loosey goosey when uh it's a short work week they, yeah they really do and i think it helped a lot that there wasn't uh, you know that it was a, a big sh- tall lurch trying to no, jam was victory bolt, monday uh, made them happy i think right? well victory monday we, we that monday's always taken with the end yes it's throw no, that out the what, window what the, what the thing was about it is that there wasn't a big tall lurch trying to jam uh the egg bowl down your throat <laughs> that that is true College football playoffs yes i mean if you listen to wednesday's show it was like 70 percent non-sports right it, it just that's uh i mean that we would kill for that on that's, a daily <laughs> basis but we can't do that all the time no that, so. that's basically christmas Christmas in November. Even the sports segments got us fired up on bit season. And maybe we could start there because we are uh, on Wednesday recording here. And earlier today during the Dave Richards segment, EB referenced me waving my arms and and throwing a fit in the other room. Yeah, you're throwing uh, equipment around in there. Well, Breaking I don't know stuff. I, was, I don't know. I think that's a bit extreme. But I definitely threw my hands up in the air when I walked back in their room. And I once again heard, and we asked EB to stick around today, but he wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's the least shocking thing. I, I walked back into the room and I heard EB asking asking Pastor Jacques about his family and and, and just bumming <laughs> everyone out for the hundredth time. And I can't take it anymore, Valdez. Now, you can't take getting depressed over the story or you can't take... Uh, the 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 same Pastor Jacques story. Both, both. <laughs> We've oh. he, here's what I figured out. All right, okay. And I'm not trying to be insensitive. Pastor Jacques likes the questions about his his um family that that are awful to hear. Right. <laughs> what the, that's a very weird theory. I think he likes people asking him about a sick family. Because then he's the hero. Well, he is. He, he he's is already a, a pastor. He's like the good guy, the pat on the back. What an incredible man! But I my, mean, EB says every my guess is every, right. my guess is that everyone does that to Pastor Jacques, though. So, but in a, not everyone's got in a, a the public pulpit that a, we got here. A public forum, right? I think it's it's just Eric. Eric is so clueless about anything non-Redskins. That he punches out, and that's his crutch. I, I accuse an Eric after the show in, ne- in the urinal. We were peeing next to each other. Uh-huh. He said, mm-hmm. "I want you. To, I want to tell you something. That's not my crutch. <laughs> I'm generally interested in Pastor Jacques." And I said, "No, no it's I- not." Eric said, "Eric has told us he finds fantasy football stupid." Yeah, and I said, Eric, it is your crutch because you don't know what else to say. So you just you always say our guy, Pastor Jacques, every single <laughs> no, time. No, no. The, you know what Eric's crutch was during the Dave Richards segment before our guy, Pastor Jacques? Yeah, what? Who's the hot guy to pick up this week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First of all, I, I, Pastor Jacques is very nice. Yeah, he's a, a very I, I don't nice think guy. we've met him personally, and I do, and I do admire what he's doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's not our guy. He's EB's guy. <laughs> the rest of us don't really care about him. I mean, it's true. Well, I, hearing he's the no sto- different than, the story- than Eddie from Centerville or anybody else, Mark from Largo, that calls in all the time. Hearing is hearing the story was nice the what? first time. It was. He's asking Pastor Jacques. If his kids are dead yet. Basically. Yeah, every other week. And I said, EB, I know you don't care about him. I said... Tell me one thing about his family. You've asked him a hundred questions about his family. Tell me one thing you know about his family. <laughs> what conditions do his kids have? How many kids does he have? What are their names? Where is he from? Yeah. What, what, what town did his house burn down? He couldn't tell. The only thing he knows is he's, he's from Jacques from Bristow. Okay? <laughs> I don't even know that. He couldn't tell me anything about his family because he's not even listening to him. Right. He's just eating up the he's Dave just, Richard he's uh, just segment. He's eating up time because it's it's a fallback for right. him. Right. And we all know we've heard the stories before. Like he's it's a very admirable thing he's done. He had he's taking he adopts sick children from all over the world. People that uh, kids other people have kicked to the curb that wouldn't. He's a million times the man that will ever be. Of course. We know the story. We don't have to live it every Thursday at 8.01 a.m. I don't want to feel bad about myself. I just want to know who to start and who right. to sit. But, Drab, don't you sometimes just need to take a step back and say, EB has radio instincts. Maybe he's right. 
So does Drab. So do I. <laughs> yeah. And so does Valdez. Yes. And when our powers combined, he's well, better yeah, than we make, a, we make a super junkie. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We are a super junkie. <laughs> yeah, my brains and uh, Drab's looks and my muscles, we create the perfect super junkie. Yeah. Cart that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to throw him in there. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll take the looks. Yeah. And, I agree. And Adam's eczema <laughs> makes the perfect super junkie. Yeah. But do you know, I've noticed this week um, there, there has been a lot of depression junkies. A lot of dep- uh, what's depression. To be, yeah, what's depression, to be depressed about? No, depression callers. Because do you oh, remember? Well, the, I t- I'll uh, take Tuesday, the L on that one. That was oh, my fault. On that Tuesday, the, the guy called about his wife dying of cancer on the last segment when we're trying yeah. to that talk about bad. how that fat was, Cody Betts is. That was poor for, uh, phone screening on my part, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that's why you need me to be the super junkie. Usually I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I can weed out. I, I, we have bad callers. Don't get me wrong. You wouldn't believe <laughs> the terrible callers that are just calling nonstop. That just either the most uninteresting people. I like when Drab gets in a fight with them. Sometimes I do, and it's unprofessional. And if I've yelled at you on the phone before, I apologize if you are listening. To well, this it is either. funny, mainly because Drab needs to be entertained, so he uh, makes his own uh, argument. Well, yeah, we le- we learned that a few weeks ago with me waving to the lady at the hospital. I haven't heard from her in a few weeks. I hope she's still alive because she had COVID. Um. I will snap sometimes, like if you're if you're rude to me, and, and or if you just like expect to be put on the air, and you're kind of rude about it. I'll, I'll oh, or the thing if you really want to tilt drab, and I ask you to take me off Bluetooth, and you say, "Well, I can't. I'm driving." Because it's you, not. Yeah, we don't have to put you on the air. I don't. We, we don't need. Why you. do callers think that? Why we do don't callers? Need you. We don't need to fill up airtime with your voice. There's four guys in the room. There's four. They, guys. We don't need to take a single call. In well, fact, you we do- weed out a lot of calls because I'm not a fan of, of just taking phone call after phone call. You know how the junks did like uh, their record? Oh, we're going to do 100 phone calls today. Yeah. We should do the opposite. We're going to take zero phone calls for a week. I, for, <laughs> we actually hardly took any phone Outside of Washington football stuff, we didn't do a lot of phone calls this week. And even the Washington football stuff after Monday hey, was hey, kind of dry. Speaking, speaking of uh, the depressing callers, what did you think of uh, giving uh, the, the guy who's Wife died of cancer. A uh, copy is still barking. <laughs> that, know, that was kind of weird. Wasn't it? That JP slid in there. I'm pretty sure he slid in. He can buy a book <laughs> at the end. And I was like, whoa. First of all, why? <laughs> Howard Stern was giving that book out to everybody. I, two yeah, years Howard, ago, Howard Stern comes again. Right? When he had his interview book. Yes. Because right? I hadn't listened to Howard that many times. I've only listened the last couple of years. And even now, I'm not listening anymore. But I remember. Every caller that was like a decent caller, he was giving that book out. Or was uh, overly uh, complimenting the show and stuff like that. Yeah, why isn't JP doing that? Why is he so stingy on giving out a couple free copies? I don't know. I don't think we're going to get a free copy anymore. I've been thinking about it. My mom was asking me about it I better get a free copy. We should definitely get a free copy. In fact, I'm going to require that to go to the P1 party. Yes, I'm actually going to two signings. I think I'm uh, scheduling myself to two signings of JP's. Are you coming to the Pamplona one? What day is that? He gave me a list of the dates. It's like Saturday, December 11th, maybe or something. No, because that's the the golden ticket party. I, mean, I don't know. I gotta go. 4th, I gotta go to stillbarking.com and look at the dates. <laughs> and, so and put them I, in my it was calendar. bad phone screening when I put the guy through on Tuesday, who said he, he just told me he said, "Hey, I love the junks," and he said, "My wife has cancer." I thought he said, "My wife has cancer," oh. and the junks have lifted me up this past year. Had had. I didn't. Had. I didn't hear the had that yes. she had passed yeah. away, and then it was. Um, and then Pat, and then a Big John called in today, speaking to terrible callers. And <laughs> yeah, why? Why does Big John just get through like that? <laughs> because you know why he got through today. Why? Because the day before Thanksgiving, the guys were loosey goosey, uh-huh. and I knew EB would be as mean as possible to him, <laughs> and I was hoping he would be. If he calls in on, a, on like a regular Wednesday, chances are I may not put him on. He calls all the time, you know. Um, but I knew today was a good day for pot shots, especially <laughs> yeah. with a big feast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean that's a layup for the guys, right? Right. right. <laughs> so many butterball turkey zings. <laughs> they actually missed out on a, I know. a lot of zings for him. Uh, um, yeah. I actually remember meeting Big John. He's he is that big. Where did you meet him at Borgata or something? No, I think I met him at like uh, the Fan Live or something like that. I was he's like, all, he's a nice guy, and I love the fact that he can take it. Yeah, no, he, he's he a good he's a good he's a good punching bag. He was a nice, really cool soft, listener. doughy punching bag. So the callers are depressed. 
they're they're feeling down. But what about EB? Okay, earlier in the week, this was the most jarring thing of of the. I was just like stunned by. He talked about seeing Chepe, and Chepe, if you right. don't know who he is, is the host on El Zol, Spanish station here, and how EB is suspicious of happy people and and he's suspicious of chepe because he's always smiling and he called chepe a dark person now is this just a chepe thing or no, do no, you no. think he's he suspicious of happy every people. single happy person like he like dick dick vital eb suspicious of him because he's always happy super positive <laughs> now he didn't say that specifically about dick but Vitale, but, but he, that's he's, what he's, a, he's about. a prime candidate he's a prime candidate to be suspicious the big fake phony is what eb calls why, him. why does he think everyone's phony i don't if know happy? i can't figure that out i i actually think there's some truth to it because i've dealt with people before that are super nice people you know smiling <laughs> right to your face and then if you take them off you know they'll they'll come screaming at you who did what? that? A former former boss no, of yours? No, like friend, friends that I've had. Like we're okay. all of a sudden, and then they flip out at you. Okay, that doesn't mean That's, they're a dark person. A dark person means that they're you got, like, in some their, real demons. Yeah, that they're in their room sobbing, listening to a depressing Smiths and Cure music. You know, right, thinking, contemplating their counts. life. Yeah, exactly. If you have anger management, that counts as a dark person. Like I'm talking but you about. You would like, know a, that. Yeah, you would know that. Like you. Chepe doesn't have anger management, anger issues because he's always happy. EB thinks that Chepe has some like real psychological issues where, where he's going home and he's like suicidal, right? Or he's just like, you know, got some deep, deep dark secrets about terrible things that or, he's done that he's covering a, up for. Or it's crippling depression where like yeah. he goes into bed and won't get out until the next morning, <laughs> right? <laughs> not, That's what he thinks yes. of happy people. Not, not like he got so uh, mad he punched the wall. Which I don't think I, that would Chepe would do that either. And it, just think of like the most positive person you can think of. That's Chepe, always laughing. And it's not like a fake radio bag. Like he's super nice off the air and just super positive. I would actually, I would actually say Cakes is kind of like that. Now he may not, <laughs> he may not uh, have the the, the most uh, conversation with you in terms of in terms of yeah, Cakes meaningful conversation. Person, yeah. But Cakes is a very Happy-go-lucky person. He never comes in here. You know really what it's like. Cake, Cakes realizes he Cakes lived the toy uh, Toys R Us life before this, and I think he will always have that mindset in his head about how lucky he got, and he'll always be happy that he got he that they finally picked, that the junks picked him up on that gravy you train. Know, that's a, that's a great point, Valdez. That Cakes Cakes has perspective. Cakes is the one junkie who actually I think appreciates. Yes. How lucky he is. I would I, I would 100% agree. The other agree. three guys complain about, you know, think they're underpaid. And they, I mean, they make, Haircuts. Ton, yeah, they make a ton of money and not getting enough free stuff. We got to shake them down for a bonus every Christmas. JP thinks that if he got you know, fired from this job, he'd he would be, just, a, yeah, he'd just be, a, be a, a prosecutor, a, a trial attorney tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Jason, you know, and nothing's ever bad has happened to him. He's you know been lucky since he's been 22 years old. I've never seen a uh, Jason. Uh, Jason complains about how unlucky he is with every single bet he makes, but doesn't realize he used up all of life's luck yeah. at the age of 23 to to be you know where he is. What actually wrecks me. Speaking of that, is when the junkies say they came in at the back end of the golden era. <laughs> okay, <laughs> these guys have been making so much money for so long, <laughs> and for them just to say they missed out on the golden era. <laughs> Like just ricks the hell out of me. They overlapped the golden era. They did, and and they haven't. If they've taken Perry, and I don't really know exactly how much they make. I could ballpark it pretty pretty close, but and not that it's even that important. But they they live very comfortable lives, even for people in Washington D.C. who make good, good money. Right, right. They're they're not they're not like the other radio guys. Like yeah, where they're yeah, like they're moving like they're, from they're, they're going from Wichita. To, uh, they're one-percenters. They're one. They're they're the top point point zero one percent of one percenters in radio. You know totally what I mean? Totally agree. Yeah, like they didn't miss the golden era. They are they are the the golden boys. <laughs> they're the last of the dying breed. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> so, cakes definitely is but Kate, but, the most but, perspective. Yes, of that's, the junkies. That's what cakes has that I don't think the rest of the guys have is perspective. Now, this is EB's going to come in on Monday and say, I got three or four facts wrong, yeah. and I'm clueless. <laughs> I was faking uh, the, the, the 
statistics in some uh, adult hospice home. You have no idea how appreciative I am. Right. He's just gonna, I was entertaining people. It's an on-air persona. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the thing is actually uh, cakes cakes gave up the most to do this. Cakes took the most risk. Do you know? You remember oh, that? What JP thinks that he he gave up the most. Oh no no no! Cakes gave up the most. Cakes had a. I mean, it's I, I get it. Toys R Us is a laughable job. <laughs> but Cakes could do that retail job any, okay. at any point. I, I know, but Cakes for, uh, gave up his 401k. Remember that? Who he had cares cash. when you're 23? Oh, I'm just saying. Cakes had to give up a chunk of money to do this. Cakes had a stable job. But uh, EB had a job at the old person's home, right? I don't, think that, was, I don't think that was as stable as Cakes is. I think we're overvaluing Cakes' <laughs> Toys R Us job, to be honest with you. Those guys last six months, and then they're on to the next retail establishment. But hadn't he worked himself up with promotions to, like, a manager level? Yeah, he was a, like he a manager. has a point here. Thank you. Nobody works at Toys R Us for 40 years. Okay. I like, know, but I'm just saying that he, be, he could have became a manager at Target or a grocery store manager. Grocery store managers is a, is a decent that, job. That job was always there. Like, Cakes could probably retire as a junkie and be working as a manager at DSW <laughs> next week. You didn't miss out on that. It's always there. JP, I think, would be the hardest to get back into. Lurch had nothing going on. Yeah. EB, I'm not quite sure. Faked his, his was, master's degree. Yeah. Didn't Lurch <laughs> say he was a courier? I have no idea what you would what he would do. I just know that if he, Lurch would be in sales. Jason would find some uh, rich friend and yeah. he would get hired by him. I bet he could work in sales and make a good living right now just off of his connections. Like he could just bitch, move over yeah, to the sales pitch. Sure, yeah, of yeah, course. He could. N- not, you think Jason's going to sell radio commercials? Are you dumb? You don't think he could? No. <laughs> He's going to go sell like medical equipment in Ashburn yeah. to, and make like <laughs> yeah. $500,000 a year doing that. That'd be silly. It'll be like, yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, the steampunk sales rep. You think he's going to sell commercials? <laughs> I know. Radio commercials? I think he Grind could. that out? No. No, no. He's hoity-toity. <laughs> the radio is the bottom of sales. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, if you want to sponsor Bit Season, yeah, yeah, yeah. let us know. Let our DMs <laughs> at Bit Season, and we'll get you connected with Jackie from sales. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you got a lot to learn about these about these guys. Jason definitely not going to grind out a radio sales career. Hey, Jason, I do want Jason. Jason's used to the four hour workday. Hey, yeah, will you update Valdez on what's going on on Bumble for you? I'm actually a little bit intrigued by it. Uh, we don't want to spend too much time on you yes. because we, yeah, we, gave, we gave yeah. you plenty of, of airtime last week. Last week was an AWOD show, but I do want to hear this update. And it kind of overlaps with the with the junkies in the entertainment page a little bit. So a few months ago, you guys were joking on me because my Bumble profile was out of date. And the biggest line that I was getting joined on for was I said, I'm a huge fan of Larry David. Right. Actually, avid <laughs> fan of Larry David. I'm a big fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Everyone was joning on me trying to say nobody's heard of Larry David. <laughs> Worst profile. I, uh, ever. What what 24-year-old Sally goes, ooh, Larry David. Let me swipe here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> guys like Larry David. <laughs> I mean, Not everyone should like Seinfeld and Curb. But anyway, so I changed it from avid fan of Larry David to avid fan of Pete Davidson. He's the hottest thing out right now, and my DMs have been blowing up with people. Ask me if I watched SNL this weekend. What, what do I like about Pete Davidson? Can I believe he's with Kim K? So ever since he's been dating Kim... Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine that the, the DMs are increasing because oh. he's now on the front page again of the New York Post every day, dating right. one of the most famous celebrities in the world, probably maybe the, the most famous. Right. And because I drop his name in my profile, I, I'm a list all of a sudden. The, Everyone wants to know every about DM it. he's getting. He's, from he's Jicks uh, is about Pete Davidson. He's glommed on to Pete Davidson. <laughs> this is 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've wrote it to the top, I, and I I saw the the Bumble DMs. He is getting quite a few. Now you've seen you've seen his uh, DMs pre Pete Davidson and post Pete Davidson. What would you? I obviously the quantity is up. How is the quality? There's a very cute girl that is interested that he asked out this weekend, and he invited her to Pamplona. I think <laughs> she has not responded, but he says that's not a big deal because he just invited her last night. But they do have an uh, actually a somewhat witty conversation by Adam. He's doing. He's actually good doing job. a pretty good job, and the girl's cute. Where is she from? Is she in the Arlington area? Or yep, she's in the Arlington area. She's thirty. 
30. A little more mature for me. You know, that, I'm actually proud of you. The fact that he's into a 30-year-old. Now, he, he might, Awad a- has the uh, emotional maturity of a 16-year-old, but the fact that he's not <laughs> right. limiting himself to only 24-year-old, fresh-out-of-college girls, I'm proud of you. Well, here's what's interesting, is that there's a single guy here at the office who informed Adam that tonight is the night. Tonight is the Super Bowl for single ladies. That's true. The day before Thanksgiving... These girls are probably from out of town, like they live in New York or Pittsburgh, and they're back visiting or Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Find a Pittsburgh yeah, silly. I don't know why I said that. Find a silly I think yinzer. I meant Philadelphia. <laughs> awesome yinzer. Yeah, like, like they got real finance jobs or jobs in the big city, and they're right. back down visiting their family for the weekend, mm-hmm. and they're single and horny and then looking for a hookup. And tonight, and Valdez and I have often – thought highly of the day before thanksgiving it's a big drinking night it's the super bowl for alcoholics for the high school reunions you go to the dive bar you see all everyone go hey there's jim remember when you uh, used to date Susie q adam you actually you went to lorton high school right south county south south county is there a local spot out there like in woodbridge or whatever that is no, the, hey, Woodbridge, from, Woodbridge would be hot right now. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee you, most of my high school will be out in Clarendon, because every year this is I've I've ran into people. You're 30 years school. old. You're from Lorton. No, they're not at, in Clarendon. Maybe one or two of them. No, mo- most of them come Who? to Clarendon. They or they go to PJ Skadoo's in Fairfax. That's that, okay. That, that's that's, that's that it. is the spot right that's there. It. PJ Skadoo's. Yes, not not yeah. Clarendon. That's for 19-year-old chicks with fake IDs. Go to PJ Skadoos. I'm guaranteeing if you go to PJ Skadoos, you'll you'll, get, see, you'll pull a, at least a number. You know, he's going to see girls from his high school. Of course. That's the spot. PJ, right. And tonight is the night. Tonight's is. definitely the night. Tonight Tonight's is the, the night. Super Bowl. All right, what, the what, night what are some other places in the area that, that uh, people would frequent or flock to? Uh, what are some other bar local people bars? People used to go to Hard Times Cafe. Yeah, Hard Times. That's a great one. Yeah, uh, I think Fat Tuesdays was another one, right by University Mall. I miss that that uh, Hard Times Cafe in Fairfax in the courthouse building. I remember. Oh, I remember what? that. I, that is a silly restaurant. That hey, and, and Red that, Hot and Blue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. that Fat that Fat Tuesdays kind of intrigues me. Where's because Fat Tuesday? He said it's in Fairfax, but it's around Mason. Yeah, it's close to Mason. So he, I don't, I think he could also pull some sort of college reunion buns too. What about that, um, um, Carlos O'Brien's? Is that still around? Isn't that, wasn't that a place right by GMU? I've never heard of that. It was definitely there for a long time. Oh, Brian's Grill? It's not Brian's Grill, but I, that changed to something else yeah. too. No, no, there was a place called Carlos O'Brien's. It was because I remember it was the weirdest name ever. Like, yeah. is it a Mexican Carlos place or, or Irish place? <laughs> the Irish it was Mexican right by the place. Radio, it was right by the radio station. Probably silly food. It was like right by the like the, one of those nubs car dealerships. Oh. Not important, but it, it, was, it was a popping spot back in the day. So you were going to go to Fairfax. That is a brilliant play. That's not, a great. That's a great play. Not, you got to no, stay in the suburbs. Not too fancy. Not too low life. You realize all, all people want to do is they just want to uh, go out for a couple drinks and re, and rekindle their friendships and see people that they haven't seen in a while. I'd be butt sized to go to my hometown bar tonight, wouldn't you? Be kind of sized to go to the some dive in Pasadena. And there's see a lot. It. There's a lot of those. <laughs> Where does everyone meet up in Pasadena on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, there's definitely a Glory Days. That's but that's kind of that's, that's, that's kind of nice. that's too nice. And that's kind of in the Glen Burnie area. Mm-hmm. But there's a a new bar that okay. popped up next to my parents. This place is called Tucker's. Oh, Tucker's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want you to Google Tucker's Pasadena. All right. Is it is it from the field goal kicker? No, it's not. It's the <laughs> it's where it's where Willie D's Lounge used to be, right yeah. on like Fort Smallwood. This place offers free Uber rides to everyone who comes. They give you a free shot when you show up, and kids get kicked out at six o'clock. It's not Willie D's. Why oh, it's Willie like a D's? it's like a restaurant restaurant. If no, it's kicking, not a restaurant. If they're kicking kids out, they have food trucks there that serve oh, okay. people. So they don't actually <laughs> make our... their own food. And by the way, the Uber the Uber that they call for you is literally Jim from down the street that will give you a ride. The neighbor. It's not a, a real Uber. 
<laughs> it's a fake Uber. It's a fake Uber. <laughs> He's gonna club you over the head. And... <laughs> no, they just they call their friend Jim to come give you a to come yeah, give yeah. you a ride because you're too drunk. Hey, I, I like that. That's intriguing. So, Adam, you, you're gonna have to follow through for us one of these times. Just follow through, and and date. You know, go out for drinks outside of Clarendon. And was it? There's a the Irish bar next door. That's another one. The Dina that you could go to. All right, maybe you can take me there one of these times. <laughs> we should do a live broadcast. We should do a live broadcast. Coconut Coconut Charlie's was the place, but that burned down. Coconut Charlie's? Yes. Is that right there on the point or whatever you call it? <laughs> no, that's, that's called the point. That's, <laughs> okay. that's, that's not it. Hey, you know where I've been that has some hot girls near you? Is um in One Loud and Bar Louie. Bar Louie, I think, closed down in One Loud. Oh, really? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. It's too fancy for you. At least stop going no, to fancy. I know. No, no, no. There, there was a lot of college girls there. Like right after I know college. Bar Louie. It's too expensive for you. The girls there are too attractive for you. All right? <laughs> there, uh, there's guys. The guys uh. who go to Bar Louie are guys who, who live in Ashburn who make $400,000 a year. Ooh. Twain's Tavern. Now you got me my mind going. Twain's Tavern. All right. That nice. sounds like something where the old Harkins from Pasadena High, Chesapeake High, go to. <laughs> Pasadena where. High. But uh, Bamboo, it was previously Bamboo Bernie's. And before that, the Wooden Nickel. All right, so they just turned. They just, <laughs> they, turn they over. just turned this place. <laughs> this place is a money pit. All right, it'll be something new next year. But Twain's Tavern would be the the perfect spot to go to. All right. It's a big inside area, dingy, uh, dingy, poorly poorly lit sports bar area. I love it. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I think that the most fiery debate on the show this week was. John Paul Flame talking about going to the Boston market and picking up his Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, it was. And there, it was, there called, was almost a fight over it. Yeah, EB called it quote soulless. No, no, which he I, called he called JP a soulless ghoul, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which just makes me laugh. <laughs> that is a, that it's a funny way to describe it, but I I kind of agree with Eric. Is that the whole point of Thanksgiving? Is to make put your spin on a classic dish and provide food and sustenance for your friends and family. I think there's a, a deep psychological dive you could go into about why JP is picking up Thanksgiving dinner from Boston Market and it, trying to sell it to the rest of us. It's it, it, JP views Thanksgiving dinner as like an, a problem slash inconvenience that you can throw money at. That would solve the problem, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, okay. and that's just that's not Thanksgiving. It's it's a it's a time consuming preparation type deal, and that's not really you know that's not JP. Think about it. JP comes in five minutes before the show starts. Right. He's not a planner. Well, I think JP's a, so, kind of a planner when it comes to certain things, but yeah. deep down, I wouldn't say he's a planner. He likes to take shortcuts. But I don't understand. He always talks about. He's definitely a planner. I don't know why I said that, but. He always talks about the family gatherings of him and his his mom and the neighbors would all come over and he would sing and dance. He honored his mother at her passing by having people over at her house and having this big get together and food and everything like well, that. Well, okay, so, so what, why the king of family holidays is he this is a speed bump to him watching football games on TV. <laughs> like why and then first and second of all, him trying to sell us, this is the most tilting part, on Boston Market. Like being better or just as good no, no, no. As, said, as a home cooked meal. He said, I bet you I could bring in Boston Market and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yes, funny. I could. <laughs> okay. That that slime that's, that slimy slander. turkey. That's turkey. Such slander. Right. Yeah. That <laughs> that slippery skin. Yeah. <laughs> they do have good mac and cheese. First of all, I've never I've, even yeah, I've, I've never been to really? Boston I've, Market. I grew up on Boston Market. We would go like once a week. Hey, oh, that's exhibit A. We'd get a uh a full chicken and a bunch of sides, and my dad. And, and but it's bring fast home. food. Yeah, it's well, it's it's a step above fast food. It's classy fast food. It's not classy fast oh, food. Oh, it's definitely is it? classy fast food. Yeah, I mean, you're getting like chicken or turkey, and you're getting like mashed potatoes or green beans. It's like so, what? It's what, healthier. I told Valdez. I said, <laughs> "What's next? Is he going to go to McDonald's for his his <laughs> Memorial Day, Day barbecue?" Cookout? That's the same thing. I think to that's me. just a, Boston Market. Now, if you're going there to get the main the main di dish, that's wrong. But if you're going there for the sides, that's not even like as bad as going to get butter from Long uh, Longhorns. 
Okay. Well, that's actually a fair point by you. No, no, but no. I'm going, I would actually, I would actually say, I'm picking up, I'm picking up one thing, and I'm not picking up the entire meal from Texas Roadhouse. Right. No, and that if would you were be kind of nuts. To market just for green beans and macaroni. That's different. Also, I'm not the I'm not the patriarch of of the of the of the dinner. Right, like JP is hosting the dinner for his entire family. He's had to talk about his brother coming over all the way down from New Jersey or something like that, and they're yeah. getting you, uh, Boston yeah. Market. I'm driving four not, hours for Boston no, no, Market. I'm stopping by my in-laws' house, and I'm going to bring some dinner rolls and a, and a <laughs> pumpkin cheesecake salmon pie that That's we're going to get to in <laughs> a few minutes. Um, but I would actually say it's worse because the sides are the easiest thing to make in Thanksgiving. The hardest part is the turkey. But if you're the host, he I'm talking about like he's he's the host of it and that's what he's if, serving his family. Do you know what it reminds Might as well me go of? To Denny's. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> it reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. When Mrs. Doubtfire right. couldn't cook dinner, you know what? He paid uh Robin Williams paid a hundred dollars for some chef's uh yep, the takeout. Di- the chef's takeout that he put on a plate and uh, passed off as his own. And she brilliant. loved it. Yeah, it, it, it was brilliant. <laughs> But that is make believe, and, <laughs> and it's a movie. And if it wasn't Thanksgiving that he did that, no, it was just it, a dinner. regular night, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving's different. Somebody, somebody needs to cook the turkey. Like somebody needs to spend the. There turkey. needs to be cooking. Right? Yeah, it has to be cooking. There has to be bonding around the, the the kitchen table of everyone eating appetizers throughout the day. Everyone pitching in and helping stuff. And those two guys. Going over to their family's houses and sitting on the but, couch all day is kind of tilting. By the way, how if you're host, how hard is it to watch a YouTube video on how to make a turkey, how to make uh, green bean casserole, how to do mashed potatoes? It's he not should, that hard. He should Why? have gone to Boston Market as a backup and cooked a regular turkey. And if it was really bad, then you eat the Boston Market. All right, let's keep let's continue on this deep dive into JP. That's actually a great idea by Adam. By what is it? <laughs> Just, I, I understand. We don't really listen. But, 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 but get get the Boston Market. Yeah. All right. But but intend to make all the stuff and whatever stuff you make sucks. Just swap it out with the Boston Market. So that way you can at least try to do something and make something and have it taste good. It's gonna taste good, but you can tell that it's not home cooked meal. Like I know that. I'm just saying, try the home cooked meal. And if your if your home cooked meal sucks. Or the turkey that you make completely sucks. Well, then you say, "All right, let's go to Boston Market." Like I, this, I ruined, I burnt the I, turkey. Yeah. Let's go head on to Boston Market. The mashed potatoes taste taste like crap, but I got a, a whole container of it from Boston Market. We'll just use that, yeah. right? Pre pick up the Boston Market, have it in the fridge as a backup. Now I will say this, and this is one of the best Christmas dinners I've ever had. All right. I went to a Chinese restaurant like five years ago. Now you're speaking my language. Like right? a, ah, that's like a Christmas story. I'm it sorry, wasn't sorry. like okay, but <laughs> the, the, the head of the duck. That's a Jewish Christmas. It right is. There. It is a Jewish Christmas, and I actually I don't know if this was maybe longer than five years ago, closer to ten years ago. It was just my wife and I now my my now wife, and we already did the Christmas Eve dinner at the in laws the night before. So it's Christmas Day, everything's closed except for Chinese restaurants. I didn't really think like I actually my frame of reference for it was uh, a Christmas story. Christmas story. Like I thought we'd be like one of the only people yeah. in there. No, oh. dude, this was, thing was hopping, hopping. It Let was me a tell celebration. You it. It's the most tilting thing every freaking year. It should be Jews all around the place, but it's Christians left and right because they're lazy and they don't want to cook a meal. So they go back to the Chinese restaurant, and you know what? It's so t- tilting when a Jewish person has to have a reservation or sit in line. It's like, this is our holiday to be at the Chinese food. You actually have a good point. I bet you about 20 years ago, it was mostly Jewish families hanging out there, and that was just something. But eating out and people not cooking like JP has become the norm that we've infiltrated the Chinese restaurants on Christmas. I'll tell you, it's the exact same thing about movie theaters. It pisses me off, too. (laughs) Stay home with your family on Christmas. Stop going out and ruining the Jewish holiday. Dude, that place was slammed. A line out the door. People hooting and hollering, drunk off their ass. White people, black people, Asians, everybody coming together at Christmas. I didn't see one Jewish person there. I, I, I like the I like the fact that Jewish that Jewish people just walk around like it's every any other day on December twenty fifth. Yeah. December twenty fifth is like a regular old Tuesday. Regular regular Saturday. Warm, yeah. right? We get sized. 
But yeah. I'm telling you, we get tilted when we run into people that are not Jewish because it's like, stay at home. Stay at yeah, home. we we did yeah. we did ruin that holiday. Yeah. Don't you have presents to open? You know, it's like uh, it's it's like zombies invaded everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the whole we, place is desolate except we, for Jews running yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> we took we we definitely uh, took that tradition from you guys. Yeah, we as in the rest of us Gentiles. In the last in the last yes. like when I was a kid. Chinese restaurants were empty, movie theaters were empty. In the last fifteen years, it's become a madhouse, and I don't. I get apologize. It. I actually apologize, but it was an awesome dinner. It was an awesome time. One of the, my favorite meals I've ever. Eaten. I just haven't had the You're opportunity. You're catching on. It's a Chinese food. On you Christmas should try it, about these. You should this make is, that. This isn't like uh, carry out Chinese food where it's just sauce and fried. No, no, no. It was like fried meat that you have no idea what it is. No, but no, like, big Chinese restaurant. Like you sit down and oh, you have yeah, the like, service and oh, tea yeah. and everything. It's not like Hot Panda. Towels. It's not like Panda Express, right? And I think uh, I might be talking stupid here. I just <laughs> assume they're open because the owners and the people who work there are not Christians, right? Yeah. Right. So they're not celebrating the Asian, the Chinese community is not celebrating Christmas. That's why they're open for all these years and just became a thing. Well, they know that they could take all the Jewish people's money. I'm telling I mean, you, they make dude, a fortune. The line was so long, so so loud, so so festive. <laughs> Forty <laughs> Cahill, forty-five minute wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you should try it sometime. Or if any of you listeners out there are bored on Christmas, try try to try to. <laughs> yeah. well, take never, take uh, the Epstein's reservation. I know, come yeah. on. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I I I'm not a fan of the Boston market. Mostly, it's just an insult to a chance to have a great meal. I just think right. of Boston market food again. I've never had it. As just slimy takeout food. I know. Runny I, I mac, said on air, runny I, mac and cheese. I said on air that it it, it reminds me of getting a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Salty pota mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. The potatoes that you get in a container and you heat right. up on the stove. Nothing fresh. No. Right. It's how you make a tradition. I think that's why we're so offended and taken aback by it. Do you feel any pressure during Thanksgiving? I mean, you're a couple. It's been a couple of years now, but you're newly married. I mean, and and. It, you no, know, because do you I have always any pressure go, to cook the turkey or to. No, 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 because we always go to my in-laws, and so they take care of everything. They're, they're my warthammers. I'm going to go over there. I'll do nothing. Yeah, you won't yeah. even bring a side. Now I will. I do the dishes. That's my. That's yeah. my special. You right. won't show up with a side or wine or anything. No, no, like, I'm showing up with a, a Valdez's pumpkin pie here, oh, and I'm going to get dinner rolls at Texas Road. Sitting in front of us for 50 minutes now. It 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 smells amazing. It does smell amazing. And we'll have to maybe put a picture. Stop pushing it closer to me. Oh, you're you're pushing in the video. I'm trying to put it in the video. Maybe we'll do a little snippet, as Fred Smoot likes to say, of on video. This is Valdez's. What would you call this? I would call that a pumpkin cheesecake with cinnamon roll crust. He and don't get carried away. These are Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, right? Yeah, they aren't homemade cinnamon rolls. The things that you get out of the the grands that you get out of the the freezer aisle and giant. Does anybody make their own pie crust from scratch anymore? Yes, people do. I just assume that everybody buys the the Betty Crocker crust. Well, or that's very easy. The instant pie is crust. And so, I mean, making pie crust isn't that hard. You just make the dough. And you just got to let it mm -hmm. sit and everything, and then you can and you use it. But I want to review this. Does it look? It feels maybe I'm a little far away. It looks a little dry. Like, does it? Do you think it's moist enough? I think that's that's his um his cinnamon topping or whatever is on. What there. What do you mean dry? I it's he, a cheesecake. How just, can a cheesecake be dry? It just kind of feels like you're gonna take one bite. You're gonna have a thousand crumbs on your shirt. That is completely uh, false. Here's why I'm a little nervous, Valdez. Why are you nervous? First of all, this looks. It smells amazing. Okay, it's right. very distracting. By the way, I couldn't feel like a bigger loser bringing in a big old cheesecake today that no one ate. It kind of hurt my feelings. No, no, everybody wants to eat it. No, 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 no. No one wanted to eat it till nine o'clock. Then I just told you, might as well just keep it till nine o'clock. Here's what I'm a little bit worried about. Right. I am bringing uh, a dessert that I have not eaten before. I have no idea if it's good. I'm presenting it to not only my in-laws, but some of their friends that are coming over. All right. Like, this is a big deal. And if I say, oh, like, I, I made this pumpkin cheesecake cinnamon roll pie. Um, You're going to take credit? You're going to say you made it? Oh, I brought it or whatever. I mean, I haven't figured that out yet. And what happens if it's terrible? Well, possibility. Exactly. What happens if everyone is talking about how great the meal is, then they eat the dessert, and there's right. a line for the bathroom? Yeah, it's like it's a <laughs> it's like Christmas vacation where uh, cousin Eddie says, "If that 
turkey tastes is half as good as it looks, <laughs> and we're all in for a real treat. And then she cuts it with a cuts it with a knife, and it explodes. <laughs> well, why don't you why don't you take a little? I live I mean, how am I gonna how am I gonna take a little? Take, take one from the side. You see the side right here. That's just frosting. No, 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 no. The side. You, right, give me, give the, me the, the give filling. Me the, give me the toothpick thing. I don't want to touch your fork. Is it, does it concern? Is it concerning to you that I made it? Like, are you worried? Well, you, you, right here, that side. side. Your history, your history preparing food to me is not stellar. I made one bad nacho plate. For, You're zero for, for one. <laughs> <laughs> You're zero for one. I, I can't. I'm he doesn't want to ruin it. I'm going to ruin the presentation. Whatever this crispy, uh, crunchy stuff on the outside that looks like brown sugar or something tastes silly. Uh, it's brown sugar. <laughs> <laughs> does it does it look unappealing to you with the cinnamon icing on the side? No, no. It, it, actually, look, it looks fantastic. Does it kind of looks like j- uh, everybody knows it's cinnamon <laughs> icing. Your your obsession with dude semen is, is, is just out of control. What about can we get Adam's review? Can Adam taste? It? You can't. You can't. You can't taste it. Hold on. You, watch. Watch. You just gotta get on. No, then cut a little stuff, something for him. No. Watch. You just get this. And keep it this. away from him. I know you're worried about a cake stomp. Uh, yes, I am worried about a cake stomp. Oh, that, I wish I got that kind of bite. No, you're you're stupid. Why didn't you? <laughs> Trying it right now. Definitely not dry. I know it's a moist cheesecake. All right, I can wait till it's tomorrow. It's actually flatten delicious. That out. Flatten that out. I don't want people to think that you didn't do anything. Look, well, also, how, how much would you sell one for me? For me, sell one. I would make one for you for free. You can buy this. I could go. You can, can buy. I, you can buy this for me for twenty bucks right now. I could. I would love to bring that to my grandparents and say you made it. Yeah, look, it'd be the look at that. talk of the town. Right, uh, it looks good. Uh, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I'm going to be. Surprised. I'll Venmo you right now. No, no, no! I'm gonna keep Ooh, it. That is tasty. You could have brought a cover for it. I, I mean, what yeah, am I? That, that like, part, I don't. Like, I don't what, have any. You, I don't you brought a cake that's uncovered, and I'm supposed to walk yeah, to my car no with it. There's no way you're gonna make it, it home, and then it's I brought make the 50 minute drive. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I brought the cake uh, in that way. Did you ever like a little Tupperware covering? How no, did it I don't sit have your a, car on the drive in. I sat it on the seat. Walked, Some of us. He walked by a construction site with that thing, with that thing uncovered. Drab's gonna be texting and driving, slam on his brakes, and then he's gonna fly. Into the half window. street, half street is covered in rats. I look like the Pied Piper with all those things <laughs> eating crumbs behind me. <laughs> what was the toughest part of making it? Because it's delicious. The toughest part? It's just time consuming. That's all. I'm still. I'm a Valdez silly baker. Experience. You listen I'm to like, podcasts while you're. Cooking, I, you know like, what, what I do? do? You know what inspired me? Well, no. I well, number one, I'm on Pinterest. All right. I know you can call me gay all you want, <laughs> no. but I'm on Pinterest and I find all my silly I don't, I don't recipes. Use that term. Gay? Not anymore. Oh, sorry. Maybe 15 years ago. All right. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> but also, I am inspired by Jurgen. Jurgen the Baker on Netflix. Oh, is yeah. that a show? I thought you were going to say Jurgen Klingsman. Yeah, Jurgen <laughs> Klopp. No, the, the Great British Bake Off, hot show on Netflix. Yeah. Jurgen is a German physicist. That does everything by the book to the T. He's like he's making a Mercedes Benz, but in the oven. And he's awesome, and he's got big bushy eyebrows. I get size for Jurgen. I, I I think I know who you're talking about. I do enjoy those shows, all those baking shows on, on Netflix. They are good yeah. time killers. I'm about yeah. size for that new baking show with the three levels. Have you seen that? And like the first person gets all the good meat, and then they drop their leftovers to the second row. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. I have no, no idea what you're talking I, about. I will look into it this week. I just know the looks British silly. the British baking show is hot. I have no idea what chutney is, but Jurgen looks like he makes a good chutney. All right. It's well, called Next Level Chef with Gordon Ramsay. Well, I do love Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. have me intrigued. This has me thinking about Brown Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and what your tummy is hey, going to be feeling like. When was like? the last time you were that excited for a segment? It's been a while. You know what the best part is? is I found it on a Monday, a victory Monday. Mm-hmm. And I had to go and I had to sit on it. No pun intended. I had to uh, clench my cheeks together and hold it in until Tuesday. First of all, you found it. You found it on the prep service website. <laughs> that, all right. <laughs> I through, still through, found it. Through my subscription. <laughs> I still found it. And I printed it out before you. So therefore I found it. 
It's a brilliant uh, topic. When I heard it, well, here's why it's here's why it's great. Okay. Obviously, duty. Well, duty humor is, is supreme. But it's combining it's combining topics. It's combining a duty with current events. Yes. Yeah, it's rela- It's very relatable. Yeah. So it's just it was perfectly teed up for a Thanksgiving week topic. Right. And, and and by the way, I think it's because the term Brown Friday is is just it's a funny term. All I could think about when I was listening to that segment is at my aunt's house where we go for Thanksgiving, the bathroom is right next to all the foot traffic. I and I said that on she, air. She only has one bathroom on the in the main level. And so See, that's I, the thing is is that people aren't allowed to go into the basement or up into the rooms to use Those the, are off limits. Yeah, they're off limits because that that means you have to clean another level. You know what I mean? Right, because mm-hmm. people don't want to walk in. You don't want, yeah. You you don't want some, uh, even though they're a relative. You don't want some relative, some uncle-in-law going or going into your bathroom and seeing all your dirty clothes and hamper and how disorganized you hey, are. How much will you get? Give me my in-laws' kitchen on the or bathroom on the main floor is literally in the kitchen. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> that's like okay. A, that's like a narrow, Europe, that's a, a European type home, right? Okay, there. it's the narrowest kitchen, right? Uh-huh. Back from like whenever they built the house, it hasn't been, you know. So it's very narrow, and literally the bathroom is right next to the oven. Okay, <laughs> hey, that could be dangerous. <laughs> if, that's a stink bomb. And they're, and they're having a, a bunch of people over. And you dare me to take a big duty <laughs> right, right after dinner, right before dinner, whenever we gather, right, right before the Cowboys kick off. <laughs> <laughs> and ruin the festivity. <laughs> Just smell permeating through the kitchen. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of is my my friend Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife is from Costa Rica. Right. All right. And her family still lives down there, and they they have a type of uh, setup as well, where the, the 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 bathroom is right next to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. All right. And he's down there uh, visiting for like the week. And he's like working remotely. They only have one bathroom. Yeah, they only have. They only had like one bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he said he would drink his his Costa Rican coffee, which is probably (laughs) delicious. Runs right through. Runs right through his body. And he's sprinting in the bathroom. uh, And and his mother in law is right next to that bathroom because that's where the stove is. Cooking them uh, huevos ranch chairs while he's <laughs> farting his brains out <laughs> with his morning do. He's got his morning deuce going on, and his mother in law is right next door listening to it all. Oh my God. <laughs> while while That's she's horrifying. making the uh, yes, while she's got, got putting the pico de gallo on his eggs. That is that is that is funny, man. That is that's a, there's I, some numerous bad setups out there. You, I want you to do the same. I I I could do it. I could be talked into it. Is there a candle in there? I'll light a candle. I I believe so. Yeah. By the way, there needs to be if you're if you're hosting Thanksgiving and you have the the main bathroom set up for everyone, you need to put a candle in there. You need to put a lighter in there in mm-hmm. case someone needs to light the candle. And I don't understand how uh, EB must be an alien, but there has to be a plunger as well. What about EB saying that you're white trash if you have <laughs> a plunger in the bathroom? That comment threw kind of ricked me a little bit. Well, because well, I don't. What, yeah, exactly. Do? What are you supposed? Toilets clog all the time. By the right? way, you keep your plunger underneath the the yeah, vanity in the, the sink. sink. Yeah, as long as it's hidden, it's not white. Yeah, you don't keep it behind the well, toilet. Like I don't. I don't have mine in, in the sink or in the cabinet. No, but do you? T- no, you kind can of tuck it away in the corner with do, blocked. Look, look. No, I, I I tuck it away behind the commode, like next to the shower curtain. The like, I, yeah, okay, that's fine. Like, right, but, but, it's not, it. but it's not like a wooden handle rubber thing. No, under. it's sitting in it's a, like in a container. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's how you don't. It. Yeah, that's I what think, you do. I asked EB after that thing. I said, "What's with your plunger situation?" And he said that he has like one of those old school 1970s <laughs> hardware store plungers. I know, it's like exactly. the red, bo- you know, the red. Pl- pl- yeah, the, the red, rubber. the red plug with the, the wooden yeah, handle. Yeah, and that's what he has in his house. He and, doesn't like. He's not updated on current plungers right. and how they look. That's a lot what, that's what my parents have. Yeah, the and, crazy and thing is if, those old things still work. To of course they do. Yeah, they're they're, they're great. But my parents didn't realize that you put it underneath the sink, so that way you don't have to clench your cheeks together and walk downstairs or scream <laughs> for somebody to get it for you. I don't know about putting it under the sink because I got a bunch of other stuff in there. You know, towels, toilet paper, my, uh, you know, clippers and stuff like that. I don't want duty touching all that stuff. That would be a disaster. I like to isolate my plunger behind the behind the, the bowl. Worst part is when it spills while you're trying to put it away. It's like still dripping. 
What? Oh, dude! <laughs> what do you mean it spells? What do you mean? So you do you do the plunging? You up and down, up and down, You don't tap it off a little no, bit. You, you tap it off a little bit, but you know, it's I, like when you, when you're peeing, you you got to really shake to get rid of all of it. Do you know you know what you're supposed to do? What? You, you, like, after it, it's done, you immediately turn on the hottest water, the hottest bath water known to man. Then you run it underneath the hottest bat, bath water. And then you have well, that's poop a nice on trick. your bath. What? What do you mean? It goes down your drain. It goes down your drain. They're all pipes. Yeah. That sounds hurting. You're, so you turn on the bath water and, and rinse well, it you're so there. above that. I mean, I pee in the shower every single day. I don't care about you, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Take the dripping plunger out into your living room? No, you just drip it until you put it under the seat, under the sink. You put the duty water from the plunger <laughs> under your sink? Yeah. But I mean, it's drip, most of it's dripped off by then. But, but in a container? No. I'm not. Ta- I'm not worried about the water. I'm worried about the duty, <laughs> yeah. the fecal matter on the plunger yeah, touching the, everything else. The, all oh, your dudes. All your dudes. That went down when you flush. You flush and then you lay. <laughs> oh I, don't my God. I don't think he's ever used a plunger. Yes, I have. I've used it. I used one like last weekend. Okay, I need a visual here. Okay. All right, you break up. I'm break breaking up. up the toilet paper. All okay. right. Okay. And I flush. All, okay. And then well, it goes down. You know how? No, German, no, no, no. You know it how, doesn't just go down like that. It doesn't go down. You just, just you're, you're, you, you're, you're you sucking the the duty Adam, up. If you if you picked up dog poop with your hand, yeah, would there be dog poop rem, reminisce on your hand? Yes. Okay. What do you think's on the plunger? Right. Hold on. And then once it flushes and goes down, the new water comes in the clean water. You dunk it in the clean water, and that's your rinsing it. <laughs> and then you put it right back in your in your cabinet. And you put it sink. back under the. Sink. Wouldn't you say my way is much more uh, way is efficient way and economical? My way is the best, but. What's your way? Yeah, what's your way? I just I just take it out, I tap it, and then I just put it back in the container underneath the behind the bowl. I and never so go back still there. Remnants on his way. I still think you Yeah, should. but it's not touch it's not in the cabinet. Yeah. It's yours, touching yeah, something that'll never the, touch. Yours again. is the worst. Mine's the best. I still think mine's cleaner than Drab's way. No, you're taking duty yeah. and, and, and putting it right next to your dove soap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, you're shaking. I'm you're letting having, it you're... I'm letting it soak on the new once you flush, that new water is fresh you're... and clean. Yeah, you're, because cold water kills all kinds of germs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're you're having a poopy plunger uh, rub elbows with your Barbasol yeah, that you're going to shave that's, with. That's a nightmare situation. What he's got going on is a nightmare situation. And I've seen his like pictures of his bedroom, and you know, you know, it's it's a rat's nest. So I'm not I'm not taking you any plunging advice from you. Your plunger touches duty. <laughs> I don't think he really understands. I don't that. think he does either. Right. No, I know exactly what you're talking. Most of most of the time when I clog my my toilet it's not because of too much poo it's because of too much toilet paper right and so it's filled with paper <laughs> i don't know, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, you think everyone's tired of this conversation I, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah it's been about an hour and we got a lot of work to do <laughs> yeah, so we, we had fun i'm glad we did this episode today we did tease today on the junkies that jp flame will be joining a future episode of bit season to promote his book that's cool with us this is a show about the junkies and we invite any of the junkies on at all times but i told jp we're gonna put you in the hot seat this isn't just gonna be a a A fluff uh, fluff piece yeah where we just we're gonna ask him you know we're just gonna joan on him let him joan on us not necessarily about the book but everything that we've talked about on the show that that we get into you think Mm -hmm. he'll crush any of the other junkies harder than he does on air like will we get any behind the scenes stories of cakes we might we have to pull it out of him you know that's the last thing i want is more behind the scenes (laughs) (laughs) all right well any any promotion is good promotion as jp likes to say that's a lot i don't want it still barking's a whole uh behind the scenes thing about yeah. the junks growing up. I don't want any more stories. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. I don't want any more old school junkie stories. Anything about that can be in the book. If he wants to talk crap about one of the junkies, yeah. you know, something new that we don't know about, I'm all I'm all for that. I would love that. All right. I would love a revelation. All right, guys. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks mm-hmm. for joining us this week. We would love yes. doing this show. Oh, everyone, make sure you listen to Alice's restaurant today or tomorrow. Valdez has that in his notes for some reason, and he tried selling that to me this morning. I'm just saying, I had I no want, idea what it was. Because you're not a you're not a radio guy. And then he asked me to ask John Feinstein about it because he's a hippie, and John Feinstein had no idea what it was. It was a big flop. Arlo's uh, restaurant or whatever no, it's called. Alice's restaurant. You're just doing a bit. <laughs> uh, by Arlo Guthrie. 
Adam's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's no. a radio thing. If you're a radio, he says it's better than Adam Sandler. Which is crazy because that Thanksgiving song oh is God, so good. I play it every year. So much I, I better know, than the Hanukkah it, song. People sl- people got sized thought the Hanukkah song was silly. No. Isn't there a, isn't there two better. Hanukkah songs? Like there's a Hanukkah is song. Like part? a remix. Yeah, yeah, it's like terrible. Because yeah. yeah. he added more Jews to the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. We will mm. see you next Thursday on the Junkies or Monday morning. Next Thursday on Bit Season or Monday Correct. morning on the Junkies. Have a great weekend, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.